and roll. And we are here tonight again on the late podcast. Oh my God, I'm so excited for this one, particularly in the new year. It is the beginning of 2023. We couldn't imagine of getting through 2022, especially 2020, 2021, all the crazy stuff happening. But we are here. We are now. And we're going to be focusing today on fitness. Now, this is the late podcast with your host, Leo Valles Jr., podcast about wins, losses, and everything in between. Tonight, we're going to be talking with uh, an old friend, someone that I'm glad to be associated with, honestly, because of the whole health uh, healthiness that happens uh, in the mind of this woman, not only uh, in her mind, but also brings it out in, uh, through her workouts and her life. Um, we're going to be talking with Reba, Reba Baker, about fitness, about how to take care of yourself mentally, how to take care of yourself mainly physically, how to eat healthy, uh, and all these uh, all these health journeys that we're going to be starting this year. A lot of us may fall off, a lot of us may stay, and Reba's here to help us. Don't forget to f- uh, follow us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcasting station. Reba, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, well, I, I'm excited to have you because everybody's everybody's asking, especially at this time of year, uh, you know, er, everybody seems to start this whole workout journey. I mean, I mean, this hasn't been to the trend for, for many centuries, I think, uh, especially now with all the social media and everything. Now, I wanted to ask you as a, uh, I consider you a fitness professional, uh, as, as a super mom, and uh, especially uh, with how you promote your health and you're just adamant about about it without any professional training, which is amazing to me. So uh, what is it? I I wanted to ask you, what is it? What do you think that it? Why do people want to start health journeys in the first place? Like, why would you? Um, I think for most people, it's that they want to lose weight Mm -hmm. um, or they're maybe having some health problems that have sort of forced them into taking better care of themselves or you know, they have a friend or family member who's like, hey, you want to come do this with me? So they jump on the bandwagon for a little bit. But usually Mm -hmm. it's because people want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. I find it's not as often that people want to feel better or have more energy or sleep better. I think sometimes that's why people get started. But most of the times it's because people want to lose weight. And that takes a while when you start your journey. It takes it takes a lot of time and dedication to really lose weight. And so I think that's one of the main reasons that people jump on and they're so eager and excited to lose this 30 pounds or however many pounds. But it takes time and people just aren't patient enough with themselves to really get to where they want to be. And so they quit before before they see those results. (laughs) So what like I had. So one of my questions is just like, why is like. Obviously, you've seen it, we all, we've all seen it, like, why is January, like, or especially, like, the New Year's, like, that everybody wants to start? Like, uh, uh, what is it? Memberships? Like, gym memberships see a surge of, like, like growing, like, accounts because it's now January. Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. What is that thing? Well, you? I think that people are always looking for a reason and like the right time to get started. They want the stars to align. And they, I think everybody at the beginning of the New Year, they're like, okay, my nearest resolution is I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to start working mm-hmm. out. I'm finally going to do it. And so mm-hmm. I think people feel like they need this, this like special moment in time to make a change, to actually see the benefits and follow through with it. And they feel like mm-hmm. they need, like you're going to start on a Monday or you're going to start at the new year. Or you're going to start at the beginning of a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the beginning of a year, feels like a really great opportunity for people to like, finally like take their life back and take their health back. Right. But really it's just any other day in reality. Right. right. So, but it, I think people just get excited because it's the new year and they're like, this is finally going to be it for me. <laughs> so, and then, and then most, and then uh, obviously like afterwards, like you see like a drop off, like of like memberships, like through or, like people not stopped coming to the gyms. Like, so when you start, like, especially kind of like, maybe like relating to how, when you started, like what, like, why is it so like prevalent to like stop or want to stop or like, or uh, because it's hard. And I think people get really excited in the beginning and they're really motivated. And uh, I think honestly, people probably, people who join the gym, I actually, just so you know, I work out exclusively at home. I've worked out in the gym maybe three times over the last four years. So, but that being said, I think people, people are like, I'm going to pay money and join the gym 
And mm-hmm. I think the fact that they're investing financially, they're, mm-hmm. they think they're more likely to show up because they're paying money for it. Mm-hmm. But once you go a couple times and people go, they don't know what to do. <laughs> they mm-hmm. go around to different machines and they try and do some curls and, oh, I'm going to run on the treadmill. I'm going to do some ab exercises and I'll do some right. squats. And they don't really have a plan of like what they're going to do. And they don't have a routine that they're planning to follow. They just want to go and just like work out. And mm-hmm. so if you don't really have a plan or a structured program or routine that you're going to follow, it's really hard to get the results that you want. So I right. think people go, they don't really know what they're doing. Their motivation starts to slip because they feel discouraged because they feel like they look stupid. Because mm-hmm. everybody, I think, is kind of self-conscious at the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. look like a dummy using the machine. Right. I don't really know how to use the machines. I don't want to ask help. I don't want to pay bad. for a personal <laughs> trainer because they're right. hundreds of dollars. So I think people get discouraged and and they realize it's hard. And then life gets in the way. Oh, I've got to work. I've got kids. I have this other obligation. I'd rather go shopping. I'd rather go out to eat or go drinking with my friends and they stop making it a priority when it doesn't feel fun. And Mm. that's really when you have to lean in and, and just tell yourself that it is going to be worth it. And it's going to make those other times even more fun. If you're feeling your best and like looking your best and feeling more confident, Mm -hmm. it's going to make the rest of your life that much better. But people just, I think when people lose motivation, they just, they don't have enough reason to keep going that they end up just quitting on themselves. Hmm. So you kept talking about a plan and you kept talking and you just mentioned like reason. Um, so like, how does uh, one make a plan for like a workout? Obviously, like they could reach out to you, right? But as an individual, like, how can you do it? And uh, what is like the reason that could keep you going to you? Or, like, or for So you? I would say um, to touch on the reason first. When I first got started with fitness, I um, was a mom of two. I have two kids. I have a six-year-old son and a four-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. When I first started fitness, it's been almost four years. My daughter was um, eight months old, and I was pretty bad into postpartum depression. I wasn't taking care of myself. I had no energy. I was barely sleeping. I was working overnight as an emergency room nurse. I was completely drained, and I realized that by not taking care of myself at all, I couldn't care for others either. I couldn't care for my Mm -hmm. kids. I wasn't a good wife. Um, Mm -hmm. It was even affecting my work. And so Mm -hmm. I just realized that if I'm going to live a happy and fulfilling life and be able to fulfill my duties um, as a wife, as a mom, as a nurse and all those things, I had to take better care of myself. And so that Mm -hmm. to me is the reason that I show up Mm -hmm. is so that I can like be my best self. And, Hmm. and my life has transformed in so many positive ways since I started taking care of myself and it's brought up new opportunities for me and just shown me new passions in life. And I think even just having more energy from working out is going to, is going to improve your life tenfold. Um, Hmm. so that right there is enough of a reason. I think some people, if they really would just stay consistent with it, they would see they're sleeping better. They have better energy. They're happier they're more confident they feel stronger and they're more capable in their day-to-day lives to do the things that you maybe couldn't do before. Mm -hmm. Um, Like moving or carrying the groceries or even just going up the stairs without getting short of breath. Those are the activities of daily life that people struggle with. And so when you start taking care of yourself, you are able to actually do those things and feel good about them. Um, So that is honestly, I think enough of a reason, but um, and so I think it's important to find a good reason that really motivates you to show uh-huh. up when it's really hard. Um, right. And then as far as like a program or figuring out what to do at the gym, I um, like I said, I've worked out exclusively from home and mm-hmm. I've actually followed video workouts, like on demand workouts the entire time that I've um, been mm-hmm. into fitness. And so mm-hmm. I've kind of leaned on the professionals who know what they're doing and without having to hire a personal trainer, there's so many different options out there these days where you can stream workouts and just follow along. You don't really need a lot of equipment. You don't have to pay for a gym membership. You don't have to get childcare because mm-hmm. that's a big thing for people. Right. So I think in the beginning, leaning on a professional who knows what they're doing while uh-huh. you're kind of getting into your routine and figuring out what you enjoy, then you can kind of take it from there. So I'm almost four years in and I'm like, okay, like I know what I'm doing and I have experience. I can actually start developing my own programs and I can start yeah. doing my own workouts. 
And so yeah. I think in the beginning, I think it's good to, to get help from a professional until you really get comfortable and kind of get your feet wet. Yeah. Well, you said it. I, I hadn't thought about this. And you, as a, like working at home, like you don't need to worry about like daycare stuff. That's why you have like Lifetime Fitness. I don't know if you've ever been to Lifetime Fitness or something. Like you it's could put been years, so yeah. But it's expensive, right? Like not many people mm -hmm. can afford that stuff. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then daycare, that's another like expense. Uh, and, and so my, my, I'm curious, like why, like how did you stay motivated? Well, I guess you didn't really do it alone. Um, or did like, were you like, uh, like obviously you had like your programs and everything. Like, how did you do that? Like, how did you deal with the loneliness maybe or, or well so i um i was actually whenever i first started i was doing online programs and i was part of like a team i worked with somebody mm. who kind of like recruited me and shared information about these programs with me so we started kind of holding each other accountable i would chat with her she would yeah. check in with me and then i started um sharing about it with other people too so then yeah. they joined me so we were all mm -hmm. kind of like holding each other accountable so that's yeah, yeah. another piece is having accountability. That's honestly a huge piece that a lot of people don't have, or they find an accountability partner that is as <laughs> unmotivated as them. So then they both just kind of fall. Right. Off right. It's like, are we but not having somebody, right. So having somebody who, who wants to show up with you yeah. and is going to show up with you no matter what, um, really makes a huge difference. So I would mm -hmm. say I have had accountability this whole time, but honestly nice. i just since the beginning like i don't know what it was like it's like fitness was supposed to be a part of my life this whole time and when i finally started sure. it just like ignited this fire inside of me that i was like i yeah. don't care what's going on in my life like i'm gonna work out no matter what and it just started bringing me this like energy and happiness and joy and then yeah. even more so sharing it with others which helped inspire them and made them want yeah. to do it more so it just kind of started this like cycle but for me Sorry, what, what's interesting is that you did it at a time where it was just where you like what most people would say, like they have a lot on their plate, mm -hmm. which is like, like the total opposite of what most people would do. That's the thing. Like, I feel like well, that's what makes you special. I don't know. Well, I think some people I, I find that I am more successful when I'm busy, when my plate is uh -huh. full and I have, I have this 30 minute window mm -hmm. where I get home from work. I've got to pick the kids up at 5.30 and it's 4.45. I've got 10 minutes to drink my pre-workout and power through my workout before I get the kids. I find that those are the moments where I can get, I can, okay, I've got 30 minutes. I can be right. productive and I can find yeah, something yeah. productive to do. Whereas people who have like all the free time in the world, I uh -huh. think you're more likely to be or go slower yeah. with the things that right. you need to do or put things off. And yeah. so honestly, I think that's just my personality type. I yeah. love to be busy. Uh -huh. I thrive right. being busy. And so I have a million things on my plate. I'm going to yeah. just add one more thing. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> so not everybody's like that, but I think, yeah. I think people just overestimate how long it really takes. And like people think, oh, like you you've gotten in good shape and you work out for 30 minutes. Like, that's crazy. I thought you had to go to the gym for like two hours. It's like, no, like if you know what you're doing, you do or 30 you let minutes, a professional show you what to good. do, yeah. you don't need to spend hours at the gym. It really just takes yeah. like 30 minutes, but you have to do it consistently to see them. Consistency. So it, it, so that was actually my next topic. Speaking of like consistency, um, uh, you mentioned accountability uh, and you mentioned uh, like, working with a team and all that stuff uh, and like having programs and everything, but uh, consistencies, I mean, just across like anything that you do, like it's like the key, right? So uh, with working out and with everything, like, you know, your life being crazy and everything and wanting to take care of yourself, um, what are some things that you did to stay consistent and for this long, like four years, like that's a long time. Um, I think I would say, finding something that I enjoy. There's all sorts of different styles of exercise. And I've just found that I really enjoy work, like lifting weights. And so mm -hmm. finding something that you enjoy makes it easier to stay consistent. And also I, I think when you can find a good enough reason to push through mm -hmm. in order to see the results, cause it usually takes, it takes like three to four weeks to really start to notice like physical changes. Once right. you get to that point, it becomes easier to show up when you don't want to show up because you know what's going to happen when you do show up. You can mm -hmm. tell yourself it's such a mental game. Like 
Because you think nothing's happening. I'm going to the gym. Nothing's happening. I don't look any different. I haven't lost any weight. And it's like overnight it happens. It's like it builds and builds and builds and builds and accumulates. And then one day you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, like, wow. Or you put your pants on. You're like, they're looser today. It's like an overnight thing that it just like builds over time. And you just have to get to that point where you see that. And Mm -hmm. so once I started seeing that, I was able to like pull myself (laughs) along through the days that were difficult because I know what benefits it's going to have if I can just stick with it. And also Mm -hmm. I've been really enjoyed seeing the physical changes and like muscle Mm -hmm. definition Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I love that. I think that's so cool. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just like, this is cool. So that's, that's, that's just kind of helped me stay consistent. And, um, and I think my kids too, my kids are, you know, they're young, but they're watching and they've learned a lot about exercise and nutrition just from watching me. And, and it was hard at first getting them kind of like on board, but they're, they're watching me and I want to set a good yeah. example for them too, you know? So what does I it look like if I quit on myself? Like that doesn't look right. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's another why your kids like your kids. And mm-hmm. I think it's so cool that you even like post videos of like them doing it with you and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's I like, I encourage them every day. I'm like, do you want to work out with me? <laughs> and they come in, they are there for maybe five minutes and they yeah. get bored, but they're still being exposed to it. And they see uh-huh. me taking care of myself. And uh-huh. So that's going to pay off in the future for them. Uh-huh. And so uh, speaking of like the whole social media and everything, because especially right now, this day and age, we're living in technology. I mean, we're doing this podcast like through the Internet. Right. Um, And but you're sharing this story and you're sharing like like what you do, what you eat and stuff like that. Like what what is your purpose or what is the impact that you're like wanting to have or um, what is the like why like why expose it or why not, you know, just kind of why keep talk it about yourself. it. Yeah. Why talk about it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, I think that mostly I want to encourage the person that feels like there's no hope and mm. they feel stuck in whatever they're going through, whether that's depression or just lack of health in general, there's a way out and it's hard, but there is a way and you just have to have, the discipline and like the purpose and find your reason to pull yourself out of that. And I want to show people that it is possible, especially with a busy life and having kids and working full time because people just love to use that as an excuse for why they don't take care of themselves. And it's like, you can do all these things and take care of yourself. And I'm like, I just try to share with people how good it feels to take care of yourself because for years I struggled with like, it's called like near syncopal episodes where I would, if I stood for too long, I would pass out. If I like at work, I'd have to, if I was standing for a long period of time, like I was a hostess and I was a cashier, mm-hmm. I would like mm-hmm. pass out and I wow. went to the doctor and could never figure out why. And it turns out it was because I wasn't eating enough and I was never yeah. taught proper nutrition yeah. or the importance of that growing up. And so once I've kind of figured that mm. out, I want to share that with other people because of the impact that it had on my life growing up, mm. like negatively, yeah. I want right. to, show people kind of like what's yeah. possible right and right. Um, show them it's that inspiring. even though everyone around you is eating crap it doesn't mean you have to eat crap like you right. can eat and take good care of yourself they're all going to feel like crap and they're going to have chronic illnesses and you're not right so, or right. they're they're going to be overweight and you're not so yeah that's kind of like my goal is just to encourage people and show them there is a way yeah for sure i mean it's uh, i know it's encouraged me and i know you've encouraged uh, like some other people like uh it's like man like it, almost like accountability it's like having like motivation like page or something like that like mm-hmm. like putting yourself with like positive stuff not like the political stuff that we see nowadays um right. you know so <laughs> so uh you know it, it i think it's so cool that you're that you love to promote that and uh that i mean you've found like you found like this like workout journey what i what it feels like to me is like a workout journey that i don't know you just i don't know you're you've discovered like new possibilities where like what you can do with your life, like what you can do as an individual, you know, and yeah. to, and it is inspiring. It really is like, like I'm sure people and anybody watching, it's like, my gosh, like four years, like I've straight working out. Like I can't even do three weeks. Like I can't even do like <laughs> one month, you know? So, uh, it's, it's, it's really nice and, and encouraging that someone else and like, that's not like a personal trainer, like can, 
can do this. Yeah. And, that has and a can get good results. You don't have to be a personal trainer. You don't have to know right. all the things to see progress and change and growth, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, uh, one question uh, on the, uh, uh, with all this whole fitness education, obviously you're not a personal trainer, excuse me. You're not a personal trainer, uh, but you did get some uh, good knowledge and good information on what you can and what you should not do. Uh, how did you find that? Like, how did you find that good information? So most of the, the knowledge I've gained is really just through observation from the trainers that I've watched on the programs that I've followed. And then just through experience, um, the most important thing that I know, like with, with exercise is using proper form so that you're not Mm going to injure yourself and using the right muscles for each exercise. Otherwise, like your body will compensate. If you're doing a certain exercise incorrectly or using too much weight, your other muscles and other parts of your body are going to compensate and then you're eventually going to injure yourself. So I've basically just kind of learned all these things through sort of like observation and trial and error. Yeah. Um, And then, and so I've helped some people in person too, with certain types of workouts, like Mm -hmm. my mother-in-law, I trained her for several weeks and, and we did a program together. Yeah. And so she lost like 15 pounds and was like noticing really great changes with her sleep. Oh my gosh. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so just kind of watching her and making sure she's using proper form has kind of helped me solidify some of that knowledge. So really it's just been like through experience and observation, I would say. Which I think is the best kind of knowledge to gain to me. Cause it's like, uh, you're figuring like, I don't know, like, tra- like blazing your own trail, like per se. Right. But obviously like <laughs> fitness has been around, uh, but you're like also being, you're an impact to other people too. That's crazy. She lost 15 pounds and like you like did yeah. your whole little workout program and stuff. Yeah, That's cool. So awesome. So yeah. encouraging, inspiring. <laughs> so, so, you know, with, uh, with all this, uh, like obviously like nutrition is a big thing, right? Um, how, how does, okay. For, okay. First question is kind of like a big question, right? But how does like, do we eat well here in the United States? No. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so I'm asking you that because I want to ask you the what is or how did you find the proper way of eating healthy and what are you supposed to eat what are you supposed to stay away from we know the mcdonald's and all this stuff right but Mm. tell us remind us even if you have to (laughs) yeah so um sure so whenever i started the fitness programs that i was doing the programs that i followed actually also provided a nutrition plan and like an outline Mm. for what you should be eating and how many of each the different food groups and how many servings of each food group you should eat. That's something I literally knew nothing about. I just knew that I was eating crap. Like before I started this, it was like Starbucks, cereal, carbs, <laughs> carbs, carbs, processed food and coffee. And like, that was it. And I'm like, I feel like oh crap every day. I wonder why I feel like crap every day. Like, are you kidding me? Like that's nothing. You're not giving your body anything to go off of. Right. So I've learned <laughs> most of like what to eat, sort of by following um, the nutrition plan that was provided to me, which is structured around like little portion containers, which is like, you have like your protein and your vegetables and your carbs, your healthy fat and your fruit, and like what the serving size looks like and how many of each one you should have each day. And I think most people just have no idea like what mm-hmm. they should be eating. And so mm-hmm. this plan really showed me, okay, here's a list of foods that I can choose from and how many of them I need to get in per day. So Mm -hmm. once you sit down and actually kind of take the time to write out like a little plan for yourself, Mm -hmm. go to the store and make the food and actually eat it. You're like, wow, like I feel really good just by eating this. And so that kind of was a good baseline for me. And I've sort of like tailored it and built off of it over the last several years to find Mm -hmm. what I enjoy eating that still makes me feel good. And then it's like, okay, well, let me introduce this food and see how I feel. And I notice like, oh, it's giving me stomach problems or uh-huh. I'm feeling bloated. So I'm going to take that one back out. Let me try this one. Oh, wow. And kind it's of like so you're trial and, so and error through like food yeah. and stuff like that. Like you can like, listen to your body. The... Exactly. I'm 100% just listening to your body and like your own cues and how you feel hmm. and how you're looking. Like, are you, is your like core tight or are you bloated all the time? Like those are mm-hmm. things to pay attention to, like your bowel habits. Like I know mm-hmm. that might be gross to talk about, but I'm right, sorry. Right. That is so much of it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> stuff like that. Um, like if yeah. you're constantly running to the bathroom, like yeah. that's probably a sign that you're not eating what your body wants you to be eating. 
Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm trying to remember what was the second part of your question. <laughs> no, no, no. It was that. What like what I was just gonna say like what should we eat? But uh, oh, I mean, yeah. you're basically like uh, like uh, I mean you you hit it right on the head like the all the this I mean, but it tastes so good. Like <laughs> well, yeah. So what well, I've come to realize is so many foods can taste so good, and I ask myself. I've asked myself this so many times when I'm like really tempted by something that I know is going to make me feel bad, but tastes so good. I say right, to right. myself, I'm like, am I going to, am I more likely to regret eating this or not eating this? I'm never going to come out of a situation and go, oh my God, I wish I had that giant slice of cake. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to feel that way. Like I, me, yeah. I know I'm not going to. I know that if I do eat it and I end up sitting on the toilet or I feel like crap and I have a stomach yeah. ache. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to regret eating that. And I'm going to go, was it worth it for me to have that? And sometimes it is not saying never have cake. Totally not saying right. that. But if it's like an everyday thing, like, oh, I'm going to have this bowl of ice cream and mm -hmm. I'm going to be stuck on the toilet before I go to bed every single night. I'm not going to have that bowl of ice cream because it's going to make me feel like crap. Yeah, it right. tastes good. But it's like, at what point is it worth it? <laughs> you know, I think we do things out of habit that we don't even think about it, you know? Yeah. And so there's a, so, okay, so it tastes good. And then. There, it's like known for healthy foods to like suck, like taste bad, like or not be as they have a bad appetite. reputation. Yeah, yes. of course. Uh -huh. Like, so what is your take on that? Like, so I will say, I think Western culture or most Americans in general are so addicted to processed foods that our taste buds are all jacked up. So one thing when I started eating healthy is it really mm. was an adjustment period. I struggled with like dizziness and like, headaches and stuff for a week. Wait, you said your taste buds are jacked up. Yeah. Sorry. Like you, it's almost like you start to crave sweet things or very salty things uh -huh. because that's what your body is used to. And so many of our processed foods are so like, like they just add so much in, so many ingredients that our bodies start to crave and you mm. don't even realize it because it's like every single thing at the store if you're not careful is processed mm -hmm. in some way and so they know that and they put ingredients in these products and these foods that your body starts to crave crave and so you're it's like you're going for those things like every time you go to the store you're like oh my god i need more of this and like you're more likely to eat more of it in a sitting and you're oh going to gain weight and you're going to get all these diseases and all this stuff just because like it's of and like the point is for you to want it more. Like that's the point yeah, like to crave it. They like, know that like these things are like these companies that make these foods know these things. And I'm sorry, but all they want is your money and they're going to do whatever they can to yeah, get your money. Capitalism sucks so, right there. Right. And so, <laughs> yeah. um, so I would say there's an adjustment period with your taste buds. Once you start, once you really try to cut out processed foods and lean more into whole foods, yeah. Things are like, oh, this is this is kind of bland. This is kind of boring. But once you get over that like hump and you and you really detox your body from sugar and processed chemicals and all that stuff, it starts to get so much better. And then you really start to crave those foods because your body's like, wow, I feel really good. Like mm. I feel so good eating this. I actually want that. Like I don't want the sugary stuff. I want the vegetables and the protein or even like fruit. Fruit is sweet. Mm -hmm. Like fruit used to not taste sweet to me like hardly at all but really? now there's certain yeah. fruits and i'm like man this is so sweet and now when wow. i try to eat like really sugary processed stuff it's like way too much <laughs> like really like it's and that's oh. all i used to eat yeah it's just you have to give yourself time to adjust um and give your body time to adapt to the changes that you're making for it you know so it, so your body's also responding to this thing too. I didn't know that I'm like I mean I, I knew the whole process things and I don't know the angle that you took with it was interesting it was good <laughs> well <laughs> yeah like, wow, so like, I guess back like, on like up taste but like that makes sense like yeah crave, like I have those cravings of like really salty things or like really sweet things like like and well like, and those cravings have it, but, actually yeah. have significance like to me I crave sweets when I'm if I've been like lifting and I'm not eating enough your body at least I have experienced my mm -hmm. body craves sweets glucose because they're high calorie yeah. uh -huh. and there's a lot of glucose. And that to mm -hmm. me is saying I'm not eating enough. It doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily mean that I need sweets. It's that my body needs more calories. And mm -hmm. so I've maybe done a hard workout. That's that my muscles are like, I need fuel to build up mm -hmm. and you're not giving me enough. And so, and then also for the salty cravings, yeah. I went through this period where I was like, I'm going to drink a gallon of water every single day. I'm going to do it. And I felt really good, but 
I craved salt so much. And that is a sign that I was overhydrating myself and I was actually depleting myself of sodium. Wait, and other... you can overhydrate as oh, well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so really, I'm just now learning the importance of like hydrating with like sodium and other electrolytes. I was none the wiser to any of those things. And so now I've been drinking like liquid IV, which has sodium and some other minerals in it instead of just uh -huh. plain water. And so uh -huh. if you're drinking too much water, you can crave salt. And so it's just like all these things your Why? body is trying to communicate with you. Why does that um, happen? Like that isn't like, it's in like, isn't like a, like water and salt. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. The sea maybe. Well, so if you're drinking <laughs> too much water, yeah, yeah. but you're not giving yourself enough salt or sodium, then the ratio is, is changing. And so your body, like at a chemical, like a molecular cellular level, it needs more of those minerals in order to function properly. And you can really overhydrate and like, Harm yourself and harm oh, your wow. and harm your brain. If you're not uh, careful, this is like way overhydrate yourself. But still, yeah. your body's trying to tell you something with these cravings that you're having. You know, there's actually uh, actually there's a story where I remember listening to it on the radio. I can't remember where I listened to a YouTube video or something or a TikTok. I'm not really sure, but uh, a DJ doing like a drinking a like water competition or something like that, and like the the winner died, like. Because yes. it was just like too much water, and it you was can, just like, like literally drown yourself on the inside. <laughs> they were, I mean, I don't think that's common. A lot of they were dogging on the DJ. Obviously, it's the DJ like saying it's okay, you know. Obviously, it's so incredible, Ooh. but uh, like he had no idea, like, uh, like yeah, because oh people think more water is better, hydrate, 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 but they're not necessarily hydrating with the right thing. And there's also yeah. different types of water if you didn't know that. that. I was gonna ask I, you about that. I was kind of new to that too, like um purified water and natural spring water are not the same thing like purified water they've taken all the minerals out and i used to drink really? a gallon of like purified water every day and then someone at work told me like hey like you're supposed to i would recommend drinking spring water because it hasn't had all the good stuff filtered out of it so now spring i drink spring water, water. okay and then okay. i have like a i don't know if you know what liquid iv is but it's like a like a powder that you can uh -uh. add to your water yeah. and it has minerals in it um, and so I try to drink one of those every day. So well. you can have purified water with like liquid IV, like liquid yeah, IV like can, you could can make it help the minerals. it. Yeah. Ah. Just so that it's, your body's getting more of what it needs. <laughs> okay. So like drinking, so like is drinking purified water bad? Is necessarily, obviously if you need water. I mean, I or, don't think like, so. I think that if that's all you're drinking, then you're not getting any of the minerals that are in like natural spring water. Okay. So if you're, if that's all you're drinking, you're just missing out. This is probably a really dumb question, but I'm like, how do you tell the difference? Like, does it say on like the bottle or something? Says, or like, yeah. okay, okay. Yep, it does. It'll okay. say you want to get natural spring water. And look, I'm not a doctor. I'm right, not no. an expert. I'm just <laughs> yeah. speaking from experience and all the things I've like kind of learned over the years. But now yeah. I only drink natural spring water. Yes. <laughs> and then I add in the the occasional electrolytes as well. Well, this is a nurse also telling you to drink good water. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, like, so I you mean, drink your nervous, minerals, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, and it's funny because I used to promote these things and it's like, man, you just have to learn as you go and have yeah, humility. Like, look, I'm not an expert and here's yeah, what I've course. learned. And you yeah. kind of tailor that and you go, yeah. Hey, I've learned this new information and I want you to have it too. You know? Yeah, no, I, well, I didn't know that. I, I mean, I knew there was a difference between like purified water. I thought like purified water, like that's what you're supposed to do, but you're taking away the minerals. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. You're purifying. <laughs> get the minerals back in. Is tap is tap water like is that like tap water probably has mm -hmm. minerals in it from the pipes and stuff? But I do not drink tap water because I think it tastes okay. nasty. You think okay, okay, fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, wait, so because I'm I'm here in forward. I like it. I think it tastes good. But also, and this is, is water great. at work. Yeah, but is this water at work? I don't know if it's like. Uh, spring water or tap perf water, but it's like the best tasting water I've ever had. Like it's so good. And that's and I good. Did, like, like <laughs> I think it's good if you find honestly, if you find a water that you think tastes good. Yeah, <laughs> it's better than drinking soda. Like that's uh -huh. another thing you have. It's like you have to do things in moderation and mm -hmm. can't go off the deep end. Like people who drink sweet tea all day every day and never drink water. Like mm -hmm. if I said, hey, cut that out completely and go straight to water, 
they're not going to do that. Like you have yeah, to yeah, find yeah. what works for you. So whatever water is that you like drinking, it's better uh -huh. than soda. It's better than tea. Like, you know, you go, you go from, was it chicken expressly tea to like watered down, like the one from the store and then <laughs> something like yeah. that. You know, it's, yeah. And it's, that's a whole nother topic too. It's right. just, is not being like a perfectionist and um, like cold turkey, everything, because that's when people go back to their old ways. You have to find a balance and what you enjoy yeah. eating and sprinkling in those treats that you really like, um, whether that's like ice cream sometimes, or even just finding a substitute for your favorite foods or favorite drinks that are a little bit better for you, like that have uh -huh. less added sugar, um, or are less calories even mm -hmm. that you can still enjoy. Like I have these, um, these popsicles that I eat. Most of the time, like most mm -hmm. evenings, I think they're like 130 calories and the brand is, it's Yasso brand. Mm -hmm. I think they're like frozen yogurt pops and they come in all oh, different okay. flavors and they're so good. And Are they? Okay. it's a lot okay. less calories and a lot less sugar than regular ice cream. And I still enjoy it. I think it tastes great. So I'm like, that's something I found that's not making me gain weight that mm -hmm. I enjoy eating in the evenings mm -hmm. as like a little treat. Yeah. And, um, and I can consistently eat those and not feel like feel, yeah. the like any negative effects from it. Right, right. That's Just cool. as an example. Yeah, no, no. Of course, no, I mean it's. Uh, I've had. I mean, there's a couple of treats. Like I did like the whole keto thing for like a little bit, and like I lost a lot of weight. I just remember it like absolutely like sucking and me wanting to go back to like eating tortillas and stuff. Cause it was just like, man, like I'm just yeah. like, I love tortillas. Like, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so it's like, uh, but then it, but then it's like, I went without it and you know, I did feel so much better. So I wanted to ask you actually about that. Cause you, it sounds like you listen to your body a lot, but like you have a pretty strong like mental attitude with that. Uh, does it take like a long time to develop that? Like, uh, has this obviously been in the making for years or what's been your process with that and like dealing? Yeah. Um, I would say or, I guess, it's yeah. definitely developed over the years, but it took a few months of really strong discipline to mm -hmm. retrain my brain and teach myself how to think, especially with food. Mm -hmm. And, um, I would say food if you haven't heard this food is like 80% of the battle with health and health, wellness, fitness, all those things, Nutrition, because yeah, okay, you can't, okay. or I don't know if you've ever heard, you can't out train a bad diet. It's true. You cannot <laughs> out train you're a bad diet. Crap, uh -huh. Like, and you're working on like, I'm not losing any weight. I'm not building any muscle. It's because it's because of, yeah. And, and so you can go to the gym and you can work out for an hour and then mm -hmm you have to go home and eat the right foods in order for your mm -hmm. body to be able to burn all the fat and build the muscle and boost your metabolism, all those things. Um, so okay. it's definitely a mental thing. Mm -hmm. I've just had to remind myself continuously how I feel when I eat certain foods. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like this is my, this is the only body that I get. I want to take Cheers. care of it and I want to live a long, healthy life and be there for my kids when they get older. I do not want to be in a hospital bed mm -hmm. with a heart attack when I'm 50. Mm -hmm. Like I do not want to rely on a walker or a cane when I get older. I, I want to have a strong heart and I want to be capable and be able to run with my kids and, and just live like a fulfilling life. And so. So I, these are, it's like, that's in the grand scheme of things, right. but like that comes down to each decision that I make, especially in the kitchen. And that sounds yeah. so like, just like, yeah. maybe, but it's like, it comes down to each decision that you make every day. Yeah. Like, and even if it's the foods that you're choosing and the more I'm learning about the, the effects of processed foods on our bodies and disease processes and cancer and how most of those things are probably coming from the foods that we're eating in Western society. Mm -hmm. I am that much more motivated to throw all that crap away and stick hundred percent to whole foods mm -hmm. and, and teach that to my kids too. Cause I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to do my kids a disservice right. and not teach them these things and, yeah. and be feeding them this junk. That's going to give them these diseases when they're mm -hmm. young, they're going to be getting all sorts of things. Like I just yeah. think, I think people are getting sicker 
at a younger age now and people are getting cancer at a younger age now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, there's no way like it has nothing to do with what we're eating. So that's interesting that you mentioned that because, uh, well, I don't know if you know, I'm from Honduras and I moved here when I was in like in 2005 when like my parents. Okay. And wow. Yeah. And so, like right and, before we went to school together. Yeah. Right before, literally like I went to <laughs> yeah. Plano and then like we went to like, and then I went to Frisco like the year after that or something like that. But uh, apparently, and I, I don't remember this, but my parents tell me that, um, I remember being like sick or something like that, but they said like, one of, cause so like Latin America, um, we get absolutely horrible, like too many, way too many tortillas. But one thing that it's like proud, like the pride down there is like making food from home and from scratch and like real vegetables say, and real stuff. Like, mm-hmm. So, and so when I first moved here, so that's what I was used to my entire life. And so like just home cooked stuff. And so I came mm-hmm. here and I went to school in the first like two days, apparently, like I ate the, like the lunch and like I threw it up because I just like, it was just like, I, I couldn't have, obviously like I got used to it and it was amazing. Like yes. the best mac and cheese I've life, right? Like at least I thought, but, but uh, that yeah. tells you something. Yeah. Your body's like, yeah. what is this crap? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, you know, whatever the red dye or whatever it is, that's like, yeah. it's in like an everything yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's interesting. And so. I mean, you have a really big, you're thinking like, like way, like years ahead. Like you're mm-hmm. thinking about like your, like, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to get, uh, maybe not to get too personal, but do you have like family members that you've seen kind of like deal with this that have like uh, impacted well, you or, or is it more family, of like, like looking at, mm-hmm. well, I think my parents are pretty healthy um, yeah. for the most part, Yeah, but I would say like, my in-laws like struggle, like mm-hmm. they're, they're overweight. And, yeah. um, like my father-in-law has trouble yeah. doing like basic things cause he's got back problems and, yeah, yeah. Um, and they just have all sorts of like in- inflammatory processes, like mm-hmm. joint problems and like eczema and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's gotta be <laughs> something yeah, yeah. about your, yeah. your, whatever your routine is and probably yeah. what you're eating. And so it's like, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. don't. And so, and I also know, like, I just think, I know. And I just, yeah. I honestly think, I don't think I focus so much on like, I haven't like seen anybody go through those things. Well, yeah. except, okay. I'm a nurse. And so yeah. guess what? I see people every yeah. day yeah. who yeah. have all these problems. And yeah. I'm currently working at like a GI center. We uh-huh. do endoscopies and colonoscopies. And like, look, That's I'll fun. be honest, <laughs> like some of the stuff that we teach patients, I'm just like, I don't know if I believe that. Um, yeah, and yeah. I think, you know, at the end of the day, everybody needs a job. And I just mm-hmm. think, I just think some of the things that we, that we do in healthcare yeah. and teach people, we're going to, we're going to benefit from that. Like yeah, the healthcare system is going to benefit from people being sick. We need people to be sick. And so medications and just recommendations that we give patients. I'm just like, are we really trying to get people better? Yeah. Or are we trying to keep them sick so that we have a job? Well, and I it, just, I've struggled with that. <laughs> have you ever seen, you know who Mike, you know who Michael Moore is, uh, or what is it? The director of Michael Moore. Anyways, this guy does like, uh, like he does the, what is it? The Mac, they, uh, supersize me. I don't know if you remember that documentary. Oh, oh my gosh. When I was in high school, I watched yes. that. So, yeah, I watched that. It's so he did one for like the, like, uh, what is it? The hospital industry and like the doctors, like here in the United mm-hmm. States, like, there's a lot of stuff like that happens like behind the scenes. That's absolutely insane. Like to like, just to make money, like literally just to make money, like the, like and the way they're, stuff. their way they're trained. They're not yes. trained to get to the root cause of illnesses and issues. They're trained to prescribe medication mm-hmm. for whatever the problem is. It's basically like put a bandaid over it, take this yeah. prescription yeah. to alleviate your symptoms, but what's actually causing it? Like, it's, I think it's... there's doctors out there who encourage weight loss and all this stuff, but right. not enough of them. Right. Nobody's yeah. asking anybody what they're eating. Like yeah. nobody cares. So what's uh, what's beautiful about all of this? Not that saying that that's good, but there are people like yourself and doctors and professionals and people that are just like amazing and like fighting that battle and like trying to promote some positivity. You know? And, yeah, like, I like think doing, the, there's some the right influencers. Things. Like there's a few doctors on Instagram that I follow. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them like promotes a carnivore diet, which I was like. I didn't know anything about until the last few months. And I've just like learned about the benefits of meat 
And it's crazy because all the research studies and evidence that he brings in and, and all the things that society and even healthcare has said, the negatives about meat, it's mm -hmm. like they say that to benefit this other group of people because they're funding them. And so it's like, what's even true? Oh my God, <laughs> you yes. Trust? And so, like... um, so, and then just learning about the benefits of meat, good quality meat with on your body. Mm -hmm. um, and then honestly, some of the bad things about vegetables that people don't talk about. And it's just like, everybody is just out for themselves. Right, no kidding, no, no kidding. It's just like, okay, everybody says something because it's, they're being funded by somebody right Somebody's right sponsored spon yeah yes. any, oh gosh like what is it like puppets or whatever you want to call them yeah My i gosh. could just go it i sucks. could go off on this well, subject, it's but, it's oh. the no well yeah it's the uh, well, that's what social media i mean we all get a platform right we all get like this podcast or your like your you know your fitness stuff like um we all get a voice it's like okay what's our purpose with it and uh, i don't know for me it's like i feel like I don't know, super unethical. Like, do I like the sellout? Like, I wouldn't, I don't like any of that stuff. Like, and yeah. but there's people that like literally are like, they don't care. They just do not care. Like, I don't know, like, why? Like, how? Like, I know. People, like, where is like, your literally, conscience? Literally, like, hell, like, yeah. <laughs> you have a conscience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, right. I mean, gosh. No, people yeah. are really motivated by money. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think people will say anything to get paid. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. And, uh, you know, but then it's uh, up to, you know, the people that are doing good and everything and uh, to, I guess, make their voice louder or something. And uh, that's why I love doing this podcast yeah. and having people like yourself here because it's like, it's like, dude, like, listen to this thing. Like, there's like successful people like yourselves every single day of your life. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. But yeah. like, <laughs> this happens. Like, this is normal. Like, this is like a thing. Like, right. Like, you don't have to be Absolutely. this. And then, the, I don't know, like, you you've affected like your inner circle in a way that you probably you cannot imagine i'm sure and uh, they I'm, I'm sure they're proud of you like they're very proud of you like you know doing all these and staying as consistent as you can yeah um, i mean people come to me regularly for like questions with fitness I'm sure. and like nutrition and like <laughs> even an just expert. for like motivation and accountability yeah. you know i love yeah. doing that for people well, yeah, it's, uh, you've proven it like by doing it, which is what a true leader is, you know? Well, and, yeah. And like, yeah. I want to be consistent so I can show people that you could be consistent. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. As you a can, mom you, and busy with a job and like, yeah. <laughs> with a husband, with a life, with a house and like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my exactly. gosh. And, so, you know, uh, one of the, one of the biggest things that I love to, that, that I love to talk about, like with. Uh, guess or just about anybody is the benefits like mental like attitudes and stuff like that how does and you've kind of touched on it a little bit but what is the impact of staying healthy and eating healthy for your brain like what, what is um, that what, 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 well what is for me opinion? yeah i would say my experience has been more mental clarity and okay. um and really just pulling me out of depression because i find when i Kind of like revert back and start eating crap or really just sugar because i crave sugar sometimes if i slip back into those habits i find that i'm very irritable mm -hmm. and moody with my kids and my husband mm -hmm. and i don't feel close to him and i'm just like angry right. it's like anger yeah. that comes up in me almost yeah. and and so when i go back to eating better within like a few days i'm like wow like i feel so much better and so i think I think a lot of mental health things mm -hmm. could come from proper nutrition. Like if you fix your nutrition, I think that would help with a lot of those mm -hmm. things, but really mm -hmm. just mental clarity too, um, mm -hmm. plays a big role. And, and so I think for me, it's, it's done a lot of, you know, I've seen a lot of benefits in those areas, but even just like, like confidence in myself and happiness and passion for life and, and seeing mm -hmm. that there's more to life than I knew there was and yeah. there's more i'm capable of way more than i ever thought i would be mm -hmm. like if i hadn't started any of this i i don't know where i would be and so yeah. it's really just showing me like what i'm capable of and what what impact i can have for others you know mm -hmm. so you know it's interesting because i feel like i've had like my moments like of depression um like periods whatever you want to call them and uh, and one of the things that I remember, like, luckily I have amazing people around me and like, uh, like, and they've pushed me like, uh, out of that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but how, like, what, one of the things that I did, um, 
I don't know if it was a question or a statement I was going to say, but one of the things that I did was like, actually like that helped me was like, get up, like work out. But depression is so, that's, that was, that was a question I had. Depression is so prevalent here in the U. Like, I feel like Western society, especially here in the United States, because mm -hmm. we're so blessed in a sense. But why the most blessed, the richest country? Why is it? Why do you think is so prevalent here? Like, I think social media. Yeah. And I think we're constantly comparing ourselves to others. We have, we're so fortunate that we take everything for granted here. Yeah. yeah. And, and I really think a lot of it has to do with nutrition, the crappy food that Cheers. we have here that's so yeah. accessible to everybody and nobody knows how to eat healthy. And, mm -hmm. um, and I think generally the American population takes so many medications I think it's just screwing up our bodies. <laughs> like, I really think it is. Every medication yeah. that you take has a side effect of some sort. So you have to take another medication to combat mm -hmm. that. And then that has a side mm -hmm. effect. So you have to take a medication to combat that side effect. I really think that it's messing with our brains. And yeah. I think that I don't really know much about the environment, but I bet you yeah. there's some sort of environmental factors too with pollution well, yeah, yeah, and I'm sure. whatever yeah, we're sure. exposing like, ourselves complex, to every obviously. day. Yeah. I think there's a lot of different things, but I think probably social media has a lot to do with it because we're constantly sure. watching everybody else's lives <laughs> and we're taking our own lives for granted instead of trying to better ourselves and what we actually have. Mm -hmm. We're just like looking at everybody else and wishing we had that. 100 percent like in fact like i remember being like a like like weird about social media like i don't know during certain times just because i was just like i don't know like i was comparing myself to others until i learned to do it to myself like to just compare me to me yes I don't, that's how i that's how i kind of get around it like yes I don't know, like, like just, so like, much you're literally yeah. just trying to be better than yourself the day before like yeah. every day is yeah. a new opportunity to be a better version of you yeah, yeah. And not exactly. be more like somebody else. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and I feel like social media is so like, I don't know, in your face, obviously, like we like we see it all the time. And I mean, that's why this podcast came about. Um, and there's positive things out there, but it does have its negatives. And I don't know, like, how do you how do you fix that? I don't know, take away social media? I think maybe? you have to be very careful, <laughs> like who you yeah. surround yourself with and who you're watching right. and what who is influencing you because I've had a lot of negative influence. Like when I first started with social media, first started with fitness, I was like blasting everything out there, right. following everybody just to try and get, get myself out there and build mm -hmm. my following and whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's like, that takes a toll on you. If you're not careful who you're following and all this information that you're getting and even like it's negative, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, you have to be careful what you're filling your mind with every day. And so I've unfollowed a ton of people and now I, I don't even really listen to music much. I listen to like podcasts and personal yeah. development books in the car yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. filling my mind with these positive, like growth thoughts because I'm yeah. trying to be better. I'm not trying to like listen to pop that is freaking irritating. Yeah. <laughs> I want to listen to people encouraging me and telling Jason me things that Derulo, are going to help me like, grow. Like, yeah. you know, and like sometimes, okay, but some, most of yeah. the music, I'm just like, this is so dumb. <laughs> it, it's horrible it. messages, like absolutely horrible messages. <laughs> it's like, where's like the good music? What? Like, what is what is people what uh, people says like I didn't pay my rent today so I go to the club or something like that like I'd rather pay my entry to the club I'm like oh wow right. <laughs> it's just like what are we doing we're rotting our brains That's funny. listening to this stuff. <laughs> That's funny So yeah for sure it's mostly just who you're like letting influence you you know and yeah. what you're reading and listening to it 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 shapes who you are and 100%. if you're not careful you're going to be shaped into somebody that is like a waste like yeah, you are yeah. like losing your potential if you're not mm -hmm. if you're not filling your mind with positive things and encouraging things and things that are going to help you grow and develop you know mm -hmm. so yeah it, and with so i'm trying to go on to the next question here i'll start reading this yeah I <laughs> but I, I was just gonna ask like um so we talked about you know obviously nutrition we talked about uh like how it like phys like working out actually affects your brain tap water like amazing and so but now like with like onto your life like being a mom um and you kind of touched on it a little bit but i kind of want to like enhance like that if we can um because you have two kids that are looking up to you and so um what's it like obviously like 
with working out and your life and being a mom and eating healthy and taking care of your husband, taking care of your house, like taking care of yourself, like how does, like, how do you, how are, how do you become like a good mom or like an example? I don't know if you're trying, if you get what I'm saying, but like, how mm-hmm. does that all work? Um, it's taken years of trial and error and communication with my husband and even my kids um, because in the beginning it really consumed me and Mm -hmm. it sort of separated me from my family Mm -hmm. um, where I would be eating my own thing. I would be meal prepping and I would separate myself from the family and um, because my kids didn't want to eat that. My husband didn't want to eat that, but I was so (laughs) like, I'm doing this. And then I was taking time away from the family to work out. And so it really had a toll on us for a while until me and my husband got to a place where we had to figure it out because it was such a big part of my life and it made me feel so good. And he knew that and he could Mm -hmm. see that, but it was like kind of like building this wedge between us. Mm -hmm. Um, And then even just with my kids, like my, my, I remember one day my daughter saying like, mommy is always working out and it made me so sad because I'm like, I don't want them to think that I'm doing that. And you're like, I'm doing it for them. you. Like I care about you. And I swear. It's, yeah. Like, and yeah. it's like, I'm doing it like, cause it makes me feel good and right. it's making me live a healthier life right. for the long run. But it's like, right. I also don't want them to feel that it's more important than them. Correct. So it's taking me a lot of just, um, introspection, I guess, to figure mm-hmm. out a way to make it work that it's not negatively impacting the family. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I've had, there's been a lot of give and take. And so mm-hmm. I've just communicate with the kids like, Hey, I'm going to go work out. Do you want to come work out with me? Or do you want to come sit in the room with me? And you can like watch the iPad while I work out. So I try to include them more so that they don't feel as like, Hey, I'm going over here and you have to stay over here. Um, yeah, and even yeah. with my husband, there was a period where he was working out with me yeah. to try oh, and cool. like say, Hey, why don't we just do this together? So we're spending time together. And then he stopped because yeah, he yeah. did. I don't know. Right. He thinks he knows better. He doesn't want to do what I'm doing. Right, right. <laughs> but but he's kind of come to terms with it. Like it's yeah. okay. You want to go? Work well, out? he looks like, very healthy, by the way. <laughs> just, and that's another thing. He only freaking lifts weights like one time, and he's like, "Buff." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> he stops drinking Red Bull for three days, and he loses twenty pounds. Like I understand. That's I'm amazing. <laughs> we need to be but, more like um, him. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll. Um, so he's kind of found things that he can do while I'm working out. Mm-hmm. And so, so I think it takes, it takes discipline. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, if I need to wake up and work out before work so that I can spend time with my kids after work, that's what I need to do. If it's that important mm-hmm. to me, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to make myself get up and I'm going to work out for work. Um, yeah. and so it's just, it's just taking time to kind of figure out where the balance is. And you know what, if I need to skip my workout today so that because we've got this thing going on or my kids really need me. That's more important. I've had to really remind myself of my priorities because I was kind of in the beginning in this, in this like state where I was like, this is, this is the most important thing. I was like, so like on fire that I lost sight of what was most important. And I've had to kind of step back and be like, (laughs) why am I doing this? I'm not doing this just for me. Like I have to remember that. Um, and so, so it's really just been years of trying to figure out the balance and, and remembering what's most important. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, the, I was going to ask you like, how, uh, how does like, like a partner play a role, like in not just like, I guess my thought is like, what is your thought on like couples in general? like, how do, how do they play a role? You kind of answered a little bit, but like, how do they play a role with like you? like taking care of yourself or like fitness and health, mm-hmm. like do they, uh, your thoughts. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, um, my husband has been such a huge encourager for me. There was a period where he, uh, there was some resentment there, mm-hmm. but, um, but since it's, then he's always love. been a huge encourager. <laughs> yeah. And he's, and I think, um, he wanted me to spend more time with him. And I was like, spending. it just like came out of nowhere. I was like finding this other thing that's taking my time and energy. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and I wasn't careful and saving some of my time and energy for him. Right. So there were just some issues that kind of brewed from that. But, yeah. but since then, really, I've just had to focus on strong communication and right. expectation setting between the two of us. Yeah. And so it, he just wants me to communicate clearly with him and, and let him know what for I'm sure. doing. Hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to go to the store and then I'm going to meal prep. Right, Are you right. okay hanging out with the kids? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. Like, or I'm going to go work out. 
That's can amazing. You, like yeah. get the kids ready for dinner or get the kids ready for bed. I mean, yeah. Um, and so we've gotten to a place where he knows what it does for me and yeah. he is willing to support and encourage and yeah. do whatever he can to help me yeah. like feel my best. And cause he knows the effects that it's going to have on me and even mm-hmm. on our relationship. And that builds our relationship, him supporting me mm-hmm. because it's like, that shows me that he loves me and that he cares about me. So sure. even though he's not doing these things with me, yeah, he's been encouraging me and wanting to see me succeed. And he celebrates my little wins. I'm like, babe, like, I went from 12s to 15s on my curls today. He's like, yeah, like, high five. <laughs> it's like little things like that, you know? He's That's my amazing. biggest cheerleader. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask you about that because I think you've posted some things about him. Isn't he like a famous, like, like doesn't he get like a lot of views or something like that? Oh my like, God. <laughs> You, I'm going to freaking laugh because he said, is there any way that you can bring that up tonight in your interview? Yes. And I was like, what's up, Mr. I was Baker? like, I, <laughs> he oh, is going to laugh. He is. He freaking posted one reel of me, the stupid reel, and it got 11 million views. And so he, Jesus. his page blew up. Like, what? and then every other reel he's posted has like 500,000 views. And I'm just like, that's a I've lot. been trying for years to get more than like yeah. 200 views on my yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, how yeah, do you yeah. get 11 million? I don't even understand. Yeah. So, and so, so yeah, so we've kind of done like social media together. So he'll be right. like, hey, like, we should do like, this. Like, shout me out. <laughs> and then I know he's like, I'll share your stuff on my page because I have 7,000 followers and I'll try to. That's amazing. No, that's I'll try to grow your page. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's <you> awesome. <laughs> So wait, it happened of a video that he like he did a view. That's like that's yes. like blew up. Oh my yes. god! Yes, it was like because I made this face like I'm gonna kill you. Hey, at least it's like, you though. <laughs> well, right. So he was like, "Baby, like, I'm, like, I'm promoting you." Yeah, it like yeah. So I got a lot of followers because he would tag me in those reels, <laughs> and I, so I got some followers from it. But like none of them were like quality followers. Like I want people that I can like help and inspire. And these were all just like creepy guys. <laughs> that's like, funny these are not the followers that i need right 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 it's like we don't want those <laughs> right that's funny exactly. wait wait so okay a uh, question like is there like some sort of magic to going that viral is just like random like they're just like no, it's like, like it's like when you try it like, doesn't it work doesn't, when you yeah. don't try it that's works like yeah, it's like so it dumb yeah it's so, so freaking weird. dumb but he just I'm has trying, like he's just I'm naturally funny i'm trying not funny. to try like i'm yeah. this thing. <laughs> You have to, like, consciously, like, not try. Right. It's like, I'm not trying. Like, not even doing this. Right. <laughs> oh, this funny. is naturally. This is just me. Like, I didn't stage this at all. It's like, and you can see right through that. Like, right. So right. It's just, there's just so many reels out there. It's, I can't believe the ones that go viral. Well, I feel crazy. like some, some of them are so, like, yeah, like, you're right. Like, some of them are so staged and they get, like, a lot. I'm like, how does that like you're like they probably spent two hours making this real like yeah like yeah exactly like you can tell this is like people like right i don't know did i spend two hours (laughs) not try i don't know what's the right i know there i mean hey i've done (laughs) that and then i post it and it gets like three likes and i'm like i just wasted an hour of my life and it freaking flopped and then my husband like does a video of me what doing something stupid and it's like five hundred thousand likes i'm like that's amazing that's amazing (laughs) That's amazing. Well, yeah. you know, I was going to ask you, is there anything that I didn't, that, that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you or that we didn't bring up or anything like that? Did um, we touch on everything? I think, so. is... I think mm-hmm. you know, thinking back on nutrition, I don't know if I really said specifically like what you should be eating. I know I said like avoid processed foods and stuff, but the staple parts of my diet are protein good sources of protein mm-hmm. um like when i was having those weird episodes where i was like passing out and blacking out at work and stuff i was never eating protein once i added protein into my life that stopped happening literally instantaneously so if that's oh, wow. something that any of your listeners out there struggle yeah. with you're yeah. probably not eating enough protein um oh, so wow. protein vegetables um carbs healthy fat and fruit but mostly protein and vegetables are the main staple parts of my diet. Um, Mm -hmm. and then for carbs, I do like whole grain carbs, um, and like sweet potatoes and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like, I could go on and on about nutrition, but the most important thing, I think people aren't getting enough protein in their diet. So I go for four servings a day. So if you're not eating that, 
that should be like the minimum goal for you. <laughs> and that's oh, just based on my weight. Okay. okay. Yeah. So if you're like a large man, you probably need more uh-huh. than that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would just okay. say eat more protein. <laughs> eat more protein. Okay. For sure. Yeah. With everything that you talked about, um, all the mental, like mental attitude, uh, obviously eating good nutrition, you, mm-hmm. you told us uh, about what is like your life looked like and the trials and tribulations that you went through, obviously, um, through that. So, you know, what is one thing I, and I know you, oh, this is, this is what it was, uh, you were, uh, talking you're talking to me a little bit about like that you're wanting to like go into like like planning stuff for other people and everything and you've already done mm-hmm. that in a test that have cli- or not clients family members in this sense but mm-hmm. uh, uh what what is your idea with that or can you t- uh, can you like tell me a little bit about that or yeah, people absolutely. people listening to like that maybe want to reach out to you yeah absolutely uh-huh. so i um as i've like watched programs over the years and watched professionals. I'm like, I could freaking do this. Like I know what I'm doing. I know what works for me. I know so many different exercises now. So I, I've had some people reach out who've said like, Hey, like, can you help me with like, maybe like writing me a meal plan or um, just some like workout, like tips or workout ideas. And so I want to like kind of dive into writing my own fitness program Mm -hmm. and recording it as something that people can follow along with and then sending out like a written version of like, um, or like a written plan of like what exercises to do and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, really just nutrition assistance and meal planning for people. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I think if people have a plan and are told like what to eat, I think they're more likely to stay on track with that and actually give it a shot. Instead of like, oh, I'm just going to try my best when they really have no idea what they're doing. So I'm really interested in getting into writing programs for people. I actually wrote um, a leg day workout yesterday. Did you? The exercises and showed proper form and improper form and and sent that to somebody who had asked me to write him a workout. So that was like really cool for me to do that. And I've had a couple of people reach out and ask me for (laughs) thanks. So I've had people reach out and ask for my help with that. And so I think, um, I think with my four years of experience, I can definitely help people who don't know where to start, like, especially just like beginner level. Um, I'm really looking forward to the future where I can hopefully write out my own program. I want to write out like a week long program where it's an upper body day, lower body, full body cardio and HIIT training. Yeah. Um, and just like see what people think and just give it to people for free. Just here, try to be healthier here, feel better about yourself. And this will kind of help you get started. So that's really my goal is to kind of dabble into writing my own programs and helping people with that. And how can they reach you? What's the best way to reach you? Instagram? Um, I would say Facebook? Instagram and Facebook. Okay. okay. So, yeah, I think, I is don't know if you can Reba like. Reba or what is the, the Instagram yeah, tech? My, well, my Facebook is actually Rebecca Baker, which okay. is spelled R-E-B-E-K-A-H. Okay. And then Baker. And then my Instagram is um, is Reba.N.Baker. Okay. Cool. Name is Nicole. So, well. um Facebook wouldn't let me do Reba Baker because they got hacked. And so I had to use my full name. <laughs> that, I told you earlier, that yeah. literally happened tomorrow. The point of them hacking just random strangers accounts, no idea. Like we're not even famous. Yeah. Like what? Not yet, at least. Like. Well, then but, they message somebody <laughs> and they're just saying all these like, like bumbo jumbo. I'm like, what was the point of that? <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh my God. And then Facebook shuts it down and then you lose everything. It's just ridiculous. Right. It's like, and now I get to restart. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah, follow me on Instagram, add me on Facebook, and maybe I can help you out. There we go. Well, y'all heard it on here on the late podcast, Reba. Thank you so much for all of your knowledge. You've taught us a lot. Uh, we've learned a lot, and I hope to I hope you the best on your fitness journey wherever this thing goes. Um, and obviously, for the people listening, y'all heard it right here. And you gotta eat healthier. You gotta stay moving and drink spring water. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank so, you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. Um, I really appreciate your time tonight. Yeah, no problem. Well, on the late podcast and we are out.